0: Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to today's episode. Today, we are going to talk about something that's not that exciting. It's a little bit of a frisky topic. It could be a little triggering to some people. Something that I think is hard to talk about, honestly, and that is disordered eating. I'm not necessarily going to talk about eating disorders as far as severe eating disorders, but I do want to talk about. The fact that disordered eating is a thing. So let me explain. This episode is inspired by my clients. When my clients first come to me, they really, really struggle with nutrition. And this was me too. So I know this is really hard. There are so many things out there as far as clean eating, And all of the things that you can do, you know, the different diets that are out there to go along with clean eating, Um, whole foods, you have the low calorie diets, the low carb diets, the low fat diets. We have Weight Watchers where, you know, you're counting every or all the food has a number, I guess, associated with it. And so you're kind of counting every single thing that goes into your mouth and, you know, giving it a, a number and like associating it with either good or bad. There's just so many things out there, intermittent fasting, intuitive eating, like so many different things that we've all tried, and it becomes an obsession. We become obsessed with it. It just it is obsessive because it's something that if we don't understand, we keep doing all of these things hoping that one of them works. And I did all of those things. So if you have, I'm not bashing you at all. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. That's just how it is. Because if we don't know what we're doing, we're just going to try things that we hear or see or we saw someone else do. And that's just the way that it is. So while I would have never thought that I had an eating disorder, and I still wouldn't say that I had an eating disorder, I think that that term, in my opinion, or in my view anyway, it's reserved for people who have really serious issues with food and body dysmorphia. And I don't want to take away the severity of that, but I did have a very disordered way of eating. My relationship with food was awful. And I have a lot of ladies that come to me in the beginning of their journey saying things like this, like I eat really healthy or I watch everything I eat. I I watch what I eat. I you know, count everything I put in my mouth. I think I'm doing a really good job with my nutrition. I just need workouts. And basically, it's like they're obsessed with their nutrition, but they don't understand it. And they think that's healthy because they think if they're eating clean or if they're eating mostly whole foods or if they're counting everything that goes in their mouth or if they're intermittent fasting, like if they're quote unquote like doing something, right? Um, I'm doing low calorie, low carb. So they think that it's fine. And I think that's just kind of what we've been taught is like if you're on a diet or if you're doing something that. You're doing a good job. I'm on a diet right now. So that should be like praised. Like that's a good thing. And eventually, as my ladies go along with me and they learn how to eat and they learn how to fuel their body through macros, they really look back on their journey of this diet cycle and realize that it is disordered eating. And so I have a lot of clients that come to me and say, I'm actually realizing that I've struggled up until now with disordered eating, like with having an eating disorder. And what had been like years of eating healthy is the furthest thing from the truth because you don't actually know what healthy is. Eating low calorie and basically starving yourself of calories or carbs is the furthest thing from healthy. And so I really want to bring awareness to the fact that we all have a disordered way of eating. And if you think about it like that, it becomes a little bit alarming. When it was brought to my attention that the way that I looked at food was a disordered way of eating. I was kind of shocked, like, really? But you know, when I really looked at it, it was like I counted every calorie and I measured every bit of food that I ate into a little container first to make sure that it was the right amount. Some of my ladies know all the nutrition information of every single restaurant or they'll Google it before they go just to make sure that they know exactly what to get. I've had anxiety before about having to get meals out that I didn't plan on getting or going to someone's house and not having control of what they make. I have clients all the time that are like, I'm making a casserole. How do I put that in my macros? How do I? And it's just very obsessive. Like, how do I track this? How do I track this? And it becomes crazy. And the way that I teach my ladies is so, so much more simple than that. But we're taught that we have to do everything like to the extreme. We think that like fried foods are bad. Carbs are bad. Ice cream is bad. Oreos are bad. I remember um, I've told this story before of my kids would eat little pizzas when they were little and they wouldn't eat the crust. And I would, if they would throw the crust in the trash can, I would get it out and eat it and hide and binge eat basically the crust from the trash. If I didn't get it out of the trash can, I would have them bring it to me and I would like hide in the kitchen and eat this crust thinking that carbs were bad. And I didn't want anyone to like see me doing that. It was a very disordered way, literally, of looking at food. And I didn't want that to be the way that my kids grew up. You know, I remember looking at, you know, when you look down at your legs in the car seat and they like flatten out. And I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm so fat. You know, I have I have all this fat on my legs. I'm supposed to. I remember Thanksgiving's that came up recently because it was Thanksgiving a few weeks ago, that I would sit at the table and not eat the stuffing or not eat the mashed potatoes. Or if I did, I felt terrible afterwards. And so I and I think just even being watching TV, like you'll watch TV shows of women going out to eat and they always eat the salad and they're always just counting every you know thing that they eat and just drinking very little. I don't it's just it's a very messed up way of looking at things. And we all do it. We all see it from everywhere. We all it's in all the magazines, all the dieting things. It's been handed down to us generation after generation after generation. And, you know, we think like if we want to be smaller, which, you know, we've all wanted to lose weight at one point. We all think if we want to be smaller and lose weight, we need to eat less. And that's just not true. And so I just really wanted to bring to light the fact that you may have a disordered way of eating. and. I mean that in the best way because I want to also tell you that there is another way. You don't have to live like that. Once I figured out that wanting my body to actually lose fat and thrive, right? I wanted to have energy and I wanted to thrive, have a good looking body and a strong body and a good, you know, strong life. And I wasn't hardly eating anything. Like I limited my calories and and yet wanted to be strong and feel really good. If you're not feeding your body, like hardly any food or enough food, or you're just feeding it processed shit all day, your body's not gonna look good or feel good or function well, I mean, when you really get down to it. And so the way that we've been taught to look at foods is just a really messed up way of looking at foods. And when my ladies come to me, and seriously, I have some ladies that I will tell them to eat some rice, eat some potatoes, and they will say, I haven't eaten rice or potatoes in years or bread, carbs. God forbid, right? And I remember the feeling, and so I totally relate, I totally sympathize, empathize with them, and then I remind them that I am living proof. I am living proof of this journey. It took me a long time to be able to eat rice. and when I did, I only ate brown. I only ate brown rice, Thanks, Beach buddy. And it's really hard to start doing that. And I did that on my own. I didn't have someone that said, "Hey, this is my journey, this is what I did. I started doing these things and eating carbs and lifting weights and, you know, really fueling my body. And this was me then. And now I'm better. And this is me now. And this is my journey so that I could kind of emulate that. I didn't have anyone to do that for me. I did this on my own. So it was a really slow process for me to be able to tell my ladies, hey, here's a before picture of me. Yes, I looked great. I felt okay. And I didn't, I didn't hate myself by any means, but I was not fueling myself, right? I was not eating anything other than clean foods, right? Quote, unquote, healthy foods, and that's not any way to live. And so once I started eating rice and eating bread and eating potatoes, nothing happened bad to me. You know, I didn't gain any weight. I actually was full and I had energy. And so this way that you are living right now if you're stuck in this diet cycle and you're just feeling like you're you don't understand, that is a disordered way of eating. It is messed up. It really is. It's not the right way. And once you learn to feel your body, and eat more, like my ladies do, I mean, they will say they're eating all the fats and all the carbs and all the calories, and they're doing that now that they trust me, and they tried it, and nothing bad happened, only good things happen. they're feeling great, and they're getting stronger all the time, and their body's changing in ways that they didn't know how to do, right They want to have these curves and this sexy figure and muscles and you know look lean, and they you don't know how to do that without some help and so when i Teach them all of the things. Physically, they change so drastically. Also, on top of that, benefits are thickening of your hair. Some of my clients have had hair loss. And when they start to eat, their body is able to obviously produce better and their hormones are better, their metabolism is better. And so they will experience new hair growth. A lot of my clients have lightheadedness. That was definitely me. And so fueling their body helps them to not feel lightheaded all day and they feel good again, satisfied, fulfilled, and they just feel fueled. <laughs> they feel fueled. And it's those times when I get these messages and that's what inspired today's episode was. I get these messages from my ladies on occasion, kind of out of the blue, that will say, "Hey, I'm finally seeing results. I'm finally seeing progress. I'm trusting you. I'm doing all of the things and I'm feeling amazing. Not only is my body looking different, but you know, my hair stopped falling out or my skin looks better. My face looks better. I have my eyes look brighter. My headaches are going away. I'm sleeping better. Like all of these things that they didn't even realize were related to their fitness journey, really. And when you're starving yourself and you're doing that all or nothing, it's really hard for your body to function. And so there is a better way I know that it's really, really hard, and I know that you can think that you're doing a good job when you're dieting, and even though like you're stuck and you don't really love it, but you feel like if you're on a diet or you're doing something, that that's better than doing nothing, but it's not necessarily because it could really be setting you backwards. And so I just want to bring this to your attention. If you are restricting food groups, if you are counting every single morsel that goes into your mouth if you have anxiety about going out to eat if you are obsessed with food period if you are obsessed with food either eating a lot of it not eating much of it only eating certain kinds cutting it out that's a little bit of an eating disorder that is is disordered eating and there is such a better way i know that my clients some of my clients do actually eat and binge and then make themselves throw up. That would be like a lowest of low and that's really really hard to hear them when they come to me with that. But if that's you, I also want you to know that that's different than dieting That's more serious but there definitely is hope for you and I hope and I know I know that by sharing my journey and my story of my disordered eating, no, I never did make myself throw up but there were definitely times where I made myself sick beating myself up for it um you know sneaking foods hiding things in the cupboards that I would buy just for myself just to eat whenever I was stressed out or you know hiding foods and I definitely had that disordered way of eating and food controlled me for so so long and it breaks my heart when I hear ladies out in public all the time all the time talking about their next diet or what they're gonna do or they hate their body or these genes don't fit and It's really, really sad for me to hear people talking like that. They just don't understand. But you have to take back that control that you've given away. You have to understand that there is a better way. And I know that sharing my story helps. And I really hope that by continuing to share my story, my wins, my losses, my clients wins and their losses and then their wins again because this is an ongoing cycle that it will inspire you that you are not alone and that you can get through this especially someone in my position as a personal trainer or a coach or just someone online who's not I don't talk very much about my past with those types of things maybe I should but it doesn't mean that I haven't been there it doesn't mean that I don't understand it doesn't mean that I'm perfect by any means or that I didn't struggle with that I just took the time to continue even when I did struggle you're not going to gain weight by eating more calories and eating more carbs and you know, really figuring out what your body needs, your body will actually thank you for that. So I hope this was helpful. I know it's a little bit taboo of a topic. No one wants to talk about eating disorders or disordered eating, or sometimes we don't even really want to take responsibility for what we're actually doing to our bodies. But it is ultimately up to you and having someone in my position to really be real with you. And also someone in my position who has helped not only myself but hundreds of other women to be able to get control of this. It's so powerful. And so I just want you to know that you're not alone and there is hope. And the way that you are living in this diet cycle, it's not okay. It's not your fault. You've been trained to do this. Look around you. It's everywhere. But there is a better way. All you have to do is reach out to someone that you trust. Make sure you trust them and get some help and really take back control and change change your ways. So. Thank you so much for being here during this episode. I would love it if you shared it with a friend. I know that we all know someone, including ourselves, who has struggled with this. And I think it could really, really be beneficial in helping women all over to be able to take control and just live a much better life where we don't fear food and we're not obsessed with food. So thank you for being here. And I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to today's show. Go ahead and leave a rating and a review. And of course, follow the podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And I would love it so much if you came to connect with me over on Instagram at Christy Castillo Fit. I will see you next time.